And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Bears Coaches Show with Head Coach Matt Nagy, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight here on News Radio 1059 WBBM. Coach Nagy with us until the bottom of the hour, and then we joined by offensive coordinator Bill Lazor wrapping up oh, the loss in LA last night at SoFi Stadium. Uh, good evening, Matt. How you feeling? Uh, doing okay. You know, it's uh, obviously you want to come out of this thing with, with to win last night. We didn't, but we got to. Uh, understand where we went wrong and, and we got to try to fix it and uh and do it quick yeah these uh, west coast arrivals uh make that uh, the case right turn it around quick but you did get a chance on the plane to watch it and then meetings this morning uh, what stuck out to you probably the biggest thing jeff was the um the explosives that we gave up on defense and, and not getting those explosives on offense was was some of it i thought we did a good job offensively of being able to pick up first downs and um, you know, and, and, and keep their defense on the field. Uh, we just had to stay away from some of those big time plays where, uh, you know, whether it's a fumble or an interception, um, there's those game changing plays. So uh, I was happy with that part, but just not happy enough with the red zone stuff. And then defensively, I just felt like, you know, again, we gave up too many big plays, too many explosives. And um, you just can't do that against a good football team like that. And Matthew Stafford will make you pay. And the thing you have to put in perspective as well, and I know David Montgomery did it last night. There's 17 weeks, got 16 more uh, chances to make things happen, and that's always the refrain when, when things don't go well in week one, but it doesn't go well for a lot of teams in week one. You took three months to get here, and you just don't throw everything out over the last three months. No, not at all. And and that's when you got to rely on the resiliency of your players and the togetherness that you have with these guys and um, these guys care. And so uh, we got to, we got to understand why did this happen? Uh, and then we got to go out there and now we get an opportunity to do it against Cincy. All right. Let's talk about the responses. And those are always big. Whatever happens. Yes. The red zone interception. How do you respond? How do you respond when you guys pulled to within six, a couple of times in that game, when you felt the momentum was about to turn potentially based on what was going on? Did you feel that just the overall response at key points? Oh yeah, we did. And, and again, where I think it started was it was seven, nothing. And then we got a stop on third and five and made him kick a long field goal. And they made that to go up 10 to 10 to zero. And then, um, we, we ended up, uh, um, having to give the ball back to them on downs and they went down and then they had a red zone first and goal at the two yard line. And we held them to three points. So I, I felt that change. We were able to get the football then and have that 16 play drive and go in. And before you know it at halftime, it's, you know, it, it's uh, it's a it's a thirteen to seven game, and then the other part of the momentum is they come out in the third and they score that that touchdown right away to go up two scores, and then we came back and scored a touchdown to make it back to six, and then they came back and scored a touchdown, and then we didn't match it. We we had a long drive, but we ended up missing the fourth down, so it was kind of going back and forth, and we were trying to chase them and get back to that 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 even score and we just weren't able to do it and then they punch one more in at the end and before you know it you're down to 20. A particularly interesting matchup when you, you consider and I, I keep saying it and it's the case it's always the great unknown week one regardless if you have new coaches and new players or not and you had a familiar player though that knows your Bears and that's Matthew Stafford going into a situation with a coach that you know very well and Sean McFay and the result was a very good performance on his part and turnover free in nine possessions. Was that uh, part of your thinking as you put together this game plan overall? Yeah, you, you never know what they're going to come out, what they're going to do. Um, 
But this is their first time playing together, too, and him as a coach and him as a quarterback. And Matthew's had a lot of experience against our defense in particular. So not does he not just know the, the personnel or the, the scheme, but he also knows the personnel. So um, you got to give them credit. You know, they're good football players. They're a good football team, good coaches. And um, we, we got to be able to step our game up. What's most disappointing to you about the defense? Probably what I said earlier is the, the explosives. And that, that's, that's really, yeah, the, when you give up big chunks, it, they're – they're a tough offense to stop when you don't do that. And then when you do give up big plays, it just makes them even more potent. So, uh, I, but I have a lot of, a lot of faith and belief in our players. I know that they, they care and I know that they're going to want to fix it. I know that they will fix it. And when you have that, that's more than half the battle. You take pride in having uh, really good relationships with your players on, bo- on both sides of the ball. You've got uh, leaders in there that visit with you and you discuss the overall uh, state of the team each week. Uh, a guy like Eddie Jackson, your relationship with him, because there is a lot expected of Eddie Jackson. There is, there is, but and there's also trust as well. And, and when you have uh, these type of games, you, you want your leaders like Eddie to step up and, and be able to, to create other leaders. So these guys, um, they will fix it. They will, they will know, and they'll, they'll take it personal, which is good. They all, everybody will. And we, we do this thing together. So, uh, when, when you're when you act that way and when you practice that way, um, you're given week two to go out there and do it. These guys will turn it around. All right, let's talk offense. Uh, the the good news it's seven of eight drives entering Rams territory. So Andy, move the sticks uh, with the game plan that you mustered up against a very respected defense with two superstars on it. First four drives cross midfield though, and you don't get anything out of it points wise, yeah. but you stuck to it. Yeah, we. What we tried to do yesterday was um, stay out of those third and eight plus ranges. And, and, you know, so unfortunately we had those, those fourth and three, fourth and fours, and we were over four to start. So that when you look back, you, you know, you, you really wish you could have converted on one or two of those and try to keep a drive going. But like you just said, being able to move the ball, we felt like we were getting in a rhythm and this is a defense that quite honestly with their personnel and the way they scheme, they really, I mean, you look at their numbers from last year when it comes to being explosive plays, they're, they're tough to get against this defense. It's also tough to run against that defense. And, and you know, Dave, for David to be able to run for 100 yards, breaking off a 40-yarder early was good. And it helps the, it helps the mojo. It helps the, the mentality of these guys. And, and so uh, we got to grow from that. But we, we got to score more points. You know, 14 is not enough. We got to get more than 14. And if we do that, we'll be in each game. And the thing is, this game plan doesn't mean this is Andy Dalton's game plan every week Correct. in terms of the Correct. short passing game. And I, I, I think yeah, you should no tell doubt. people that because yeah, you know how you know what happens. Yeah, that's real. That that's very real. We we knew. Um, you just know that with some of these schemes that you see that the the shorter passes uh, was going to be something we were going to have to do for several different reasons. That's not what this offense is. And we, we know that David Montgomery in the backfield on second down. Here's the snap and a hand up on the cutback. Montgomery with the room breaks a tackle 45, 40 Montgomery, 30, 15 yard line and knocked out of bounds. David Montgomery on his horse on the second play of the game, ripped up a bundle 
And the Bears will be in business. 41-yard run. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. It's brought to you by Whipley. CPAs and consultants, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Learn more at whipley.com. The exciting run on his first carry of the season. David Montgomery goes for 41 yards. Heck of a cutback against the grain, Matt. And, you know, in our pregame interview, I talked about, okay, he had one touch in the preseason. There's the audio of, of you and he talking in minicamp. He wants to put the pads on. And, you know, I, it, I felt like he was the thoroughbred ready to break out, and, and that was a perfect example. It was, and for it to happen on his first carry was, was pretty neat. And he's worked so hard in training camp, and, you know, that's something that we're going to continue to keep going. I mean, it, it's uh, – he's – you know, the more carries he gets, the better he is. And he has some really, really hard runs yesterday that I was really impressed with. And so we want to keep that going, and I'm just uh, – I'm proud of him. How's he working meshing with the O-line? And, and, and an O-line that lost two tackles yesterday. Unbelievable. Yeah. He, he does a good job. You know, he has a great relationship with them and they, they love him to death. And same with Damian Williams too. You know, we got a good backfield back there with those guys. And um, yeah, we had a couple guys go down yesterday in the game, but had some others step up, but that's a part of football. And um, we just got to keep rolling along. Pro football focus, Montgomery 5.1 yards after contact per attempt yesterday and three 10 plus yard runs. And now a touchdown in seven consecutive games dating back to last season. So a good start with him. And I know you've alluded to it with the media in your um, weekly news conferences all the way back to training camp. But uh, just if you could put into context what your relationship has become with David Montgomery right now. Yeah, it's it's been um really special to me just because it's uh, very authentic between the both of us. Uh, David is a guy that he's, uh, you know, he, he takes these type of relationships very seriously. And I love that about him. Uh, and he's, he comes out of his shell too. You know, I can remember his rookie year, how quiet he was and how he always wanted to be a perfectionist and impress everybody. And now he's more of himself and, you know, it just having those personal relationships helps so much more. And, you know, he texted me right at the end of the game telling me how much he has my back and how much we're going to get this thing back on track. And, you know, that just goes to show what kind of person he is and how much he wants it for this team and this city and this organization. And I think we're lucky to have him. And how about the pairing with the new running backs coach, Michael Petrie from Oregon State? Certainly has had a lot of uh, touch points with, you know, even players in your own organization, Artavis Pierce, uh, Ryan Nall at Oregon State. But just that relationship is important also as it uh, pertains to the running back room and David. It's it's really, really important. And uh, Coach Petrie's done a great job of coming in here and also getting to learn who these running backs are. It's a it's a really neat room that we have there in that running back room. And Coach Petrie is, has just come on in and blended really well with them. And I, I know how much respect they have for Coach Petrie, and I know how much respect Coach Petrie has for them. So we, we want to just uh, continue to see that grow. All right, let's let's talk about the receivers, because when you put together a game plan like that, and I, I know I asked you as well with all this new speed, are you itching to, to let the, let the thorough, again, the thoroughbreds run and, and stretch that field? Is it a sell job to them when they know in their heart of hearts they want to they want the big plays, and those big plays with a short pass game are going to come if you break tackles and you create some cushion and get away and make the other team uh, force that leverage or create a mistake in the, in the secondary or in the coverage. Is that a sell job to them sometimes uh, when you put a game plan like that together? You know what? To some, it could be, but these guys, when we put the game plan together at the beginning of the week, they they understand and they see why why we're doing it a certain way, and and then when they get their opportunities, they want to make the most out of it. So uh, they they watch just as much film as us, and they see that hey, yeah, they're you know what? There's really not a lot of 
big explosives against this defense. And and if we do get an opportunity to hit a few, we got to take full advantage of them. But they, they were great all week long, and they understand moving forward what, what our goal is and how we want to get to it. So there, there was uh, there was nothing but positivity from them. We talk all the time about Aaron Donald and, and how he can wreck a game plan, certainly. And I thought overall it was, it was a very good job against him, given what he's capable of. But, you know, we only touch on Jalen Ramsey, but they moved him, as you expected, all over the place. And, and he was there in many situations, those back-to-back tackles for loss. Does he get enough credit right now as arguably the premier corner in the NFL? And what did he do to you guys that uh, caused some damage? I'd say probably the biggest thing, Jeff, that they did is they moved them around a lot, which we knew they were going to do that. And um, they had some tendency breakers that they that they brought into that game. And again, that's stuff that's unscouted. That's why in week one, you know, there's there's some things that you just aren't going to see. And it's just it's fair to us to on offense. There's things that they don't see. But Jalen does a really good job. And not only can he play really well outside and match up, but he can play inside and move around. He's smart. He can tackle. So when you're able to do that and move move guys around, it definitely makes it tougher. And they know that, and that's why he's one of the best corners in the league. All right, time for another break here on the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy. It's brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. This time, Field's going to keep it on the read option. Cutting in. He's in for the touchdown. Knifing in between two defenders. He hit the accelerator, and he's in from the three. Touchdown, Bears. Justin Fields. His first one, take that football and put it in a case. Select single-game Bears tickets are available. Cheer on the Monsters of the Midway live at Soldier Field this season. Visit chicagobears.com slash tickets for more information. Jeff Joniak, Matt Nagy here on the Bears Coaches Show. Final segment with Coach. We'll take a look at the Bengals as well. But uh, the highlight of uh, Justin Fields' first NFL touchdown, we just heard uh, the first Bears rookie quarterback to rush for a touchdown in a season opener since 1960. When you have a rare talent like that, he's going to score a lot of rushing touchdowns. Break down his uh, five-play package and how it all turned out for you and, you know, everybody, I mean, let's be honest, everyone assumed you were going to do something. <laughs> Your grin is was too great. <laughs> no, w- without a doubt. And, you know, Justin has been so great uh, in this situation and he's, he's just uh, going into the game last night. He, we knew what plays and what, what ideas and thoughts we had with him and, and he took full advantage of him starting from the very first play of the night when he, he gripped and ripped and threw that ball out to the flat to Marquise Goodwin. And so um, I just love his attitude. I love his mentality. Uh, he's certainly a weapon, and he showed that with that touchdown run, uh, sticking his right foot in the ground. J.P. Holtz with a great block. Uh, and then for him to get in there, you can just feel the energy and the excitement. And and the same way Andy, too, on the sideline. You know, Andy helped. He made, he made a nice scramble right before that and had some nice throws. And so – um, when you do it as a team, it was pretty neat. And Justin uh, certainly made some nice plays. The, the psyche and the mentality and the humility of a player like Andy for this to happen, not not every quarterback would love this because, you know, you're walking a fine line when you're talking about rhythm and everybody, you know, the, when your quarterback's on the field, they don't want to come off. Yeah. So is this a unique situation for you? It, it is. And what's nice about Andy is that he understands that. And, um you know, you, you look at some teams that, that do that and, uh, you know, not just this year, but previous years as well. And I think you definitely have to have a feel. You have to understand everybody does, you know, why, why are we doing it? You know, how does it give us an advantage? Um, you can't just do it to do it. And, and we're not, you know, so we were able to, 
to get him out there. And it's nice when you put him out there and you're able to get a touchdown. That's always a good thing. You know, everybody's happy when you're scoring touchdowns. All right, let's talk about Jimmy Graham. Only that, you know, not a huge part of the offense in terms of snaps. Uh, Cole Komet, I think, had 51 snaps. But he did finally get his 700th career catch. That's an elite group of tight ends uh, that have done that. And you pair that with his 80-plus touchdowns and 8,000 yards. Uh, again, you, you've become very fond of Jimmy Graham and what he does. And that was an emotional they couldn't bring him down to the ground, and you get to get that Jimmy Graham fire. So we're going to see that throughout the course of the season. But just to, to reach that kind of plateau, even in, in defeat. Yeah, big picture on Jimmy Graham is uh, what a what a pro. Um, he's been doing it so long. He's been doing it with great quarterbacks, and uh, he's won a lot of games. And Jimmy is one of the most selfless people um, I've ever been around. And you, you would never even know. No one on our team knew anything about us one catch to make 700. No one did because he doesn't – that's not what he's about. But that speaks to who he is and how he does things, and I just have the ultimate respect for him, and I was so happy for him yesterday. With the tackle situation, we'll know more later in the week, uh, but, you know, for a guy who's very positive and, and thinks po- – are you worried at all about the, 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 the degradation because of injury at that particular spot, a very important one? Well, yeah, it's definitely a, an important position, um, but I, I have a lot of confidence in – and where we're at and the way we can do different things and, and, and who will be back and, and, and all that. So, um, you know, that, that's a part of football. There's other guys that, that teams that lost some players yesterday too, but we'll, we'll just have to have a plan and be prepared for whatever comes our way. And what is your expectation on a game like this? The defense uh, talked about wanting to be great, all the primary principles involved, including Khalil and Eddie and many others, what their response will be against the Bengals. Well, I have a sneaky suspicion. I, I know what it's going to be like, and it's that. Um, but but again, they got to do it, and we got to do it, and we got to be able to help them out offensively. And they'll come out and do their part. And um, when these guys care like they do, um, they're going to put in a good week of practice. I promise you, they're going to fly around. They're going to fix it. They'll have their own discussions of how they can get better and why they will. And uh, that's why I'm just proud to be their coach. Tell me about Joe Burrow. Really, really good young young player. Um, you can see him even from yesterday, just some of the things that they're doing uh, from, from, you know, before he got injured last year, boy, what a quarterback at LSU and, and what a leader. And he makes that big fourth down throw, fourth and one throw yesterday, which was unbelievable to help them uh, get the lead and win there, win it at the end. So um, we got to make sure we come out and play our game and, and uh, stop them. Uh, they're, they're, they're likely going to threaten you deep. See if you can stop it with Jamar chase. Yeah, yeah, he came out in his first game and has 100 yards receiving. And, um, you know, just from watching him last year and what he could do in college, as you know, he's a special dude now. I mean, he can make some really good things happen, and we're going to have our hands full there. And uh, Coach Zach Taylor does a great job with, with them, and they got some momentum going. So we're going to have our hands full, but we want to go out there and play our game and, and get back on track. All right, Matt, that wraps us up this week. We'll talk to you and get ready for the Bengals. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Snap. They're going to run it. Montgomery darting. Slips the tackle. Gets near the goal line. He's in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. Right over the right hash. Three-yard touchdown run. David Montgomery. 
A plow horse inside, gets low and cracks the plane of the goal line. Sunday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals brought to you by Hall of Fame partner Miller Lite, the official beer for your Chicago Bears. It's Miller time. Back of the Bears Coaches Show, pleased to welcome for the first time this year, offensive coordinator Bill Lazor, kind enough to join us. Bill, uh, good evening. Uh, we just heard the David Montgomery touchdown run. A great hard run ripping through players, including Aaron Donald. So capping uh, what was a very good day for David despite the loss. Well, I, th- I thought David really ran hard. I mean, there were some great examples of, of uh, him taking advantage of, of reading things correctly. Obviously, started the game with a big run, but there, there were also some examples of uh, when things weren't real pretty in front of him, and David was able to make them into some good runs. And so we, we were really fired up about how he played. In the pass-catching game, not many to the backs, but there was one that sticks out. I don't remember the down and distance, but he caught the ball. And it was already setting up, it appeared, his defender, and he used that aggressiveness against him. Just that quick foot in the dirt, and boom, gets past the linebacker. I think it was uh, it was 51 reader. Uh, those kind of plays in space for him can also, down the road, result in big plays after the catch. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I do agree. And I, I think we saw that really show up more and more as last year went on. I, I can remember after... Uh, uh, one of the games, and it might it might have been a, a, the first Green Bay game. We, we happened, j- just the way the game went, we were in two-minute mode for a bunch of the game. But David ended up catching a bunch of checkdowns and making guys miss and making extra yards. And I, we kind of felt like from that point on last year, he really gained momentum in, in making some of those plays in space. And obviously, uh, yesterday's game is, is just, I think, uh, shows that he's going to carry that forward. Uh, I'm an old uh, old school uh, football guy, so I loved seeing the two backs at times yesterday. I think it was on four occasions maybe with Damian as well in there, Damian Williams and uh, David Montgomery. The, the thinking of that is uh, certainly different in today's NFL. You don't see that very often. What are you looking for when, when those two guys are in there? I'm certain to create some sort of mismatch with what you got defensively. Well, I think the, the simple answer is, you'd like to find as many ways as you can to get your best players on the field. And we really felt like through the off season, through training camp that, uh, that Damien had, had proven that he deserves to be out there and a chance to get the ball. So now you have two guys on the field and, and who each can carry the ball, you know, maybe from where they're lined up, the defense doesn't know exactly which direction it's going to go. Uh, they, they've both proven to be good uh, pass catchers. So every any time you can find a, a different um, configuration of, of your good players to present to the defense, I think it just gives the defense something else to, to prepare for. As we talk with Matt about this, there were moments that you had uh, key points in this game where you thought, okay, you know, this is about to turn, but it was just always that carrot kept moving out. But you got within six twice. Uh, what were you feeling at, at half and at late third quarter in those at those junctures, 13, 7, and 20, and 14? I, I think there were times where we felt some momentum going in our favor. We, we certainly uh, were able to get some, some first downs by mixing the run in the pass. And uh, I, I think... You know, obviously from my vantage point in the box, it's different than being on the field. I think the coaches on the field felt some confidence growing from our players, Um, you know, and and there were times when it was clicking. But, you know, our our job is to score more than they do. And it's, it's really that simple. And we didn't we didn't get it done. We spent a lot of time this morning talking about, okay, the why of why it didn't get done, not, not to look backwards, but say, okay, for the future, when we face this kind of situation again, let's, let's be better at it. Um, certainly 
we want to take the good momentum in any of those little areas of the game and, and carry it forward. But we, we also have to make sure our standard is really high and uh, we didn't reach it. So we're, we're ready to go forward and, and be better. Attending Sunday's game, be sure to stop by the Miller Lite Ultimate Tailgate located at the Field Museum for food, games, music, and more. Free to Bears fans of all ages. The Ultimate Tailgate opens at 10 a.m. through one hour post-game. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. Joining us, offensive coordinator Bill Lazor, Andy Dalton's performance, uh, certainly high percentage in terms of his completions and attempts, uh, just an ability to move the sticks. I mean, the time of possession, first downs, everything was laid out. But if you miss a couple red zone opportunities, it seems to bite. You know, you described yourself as as a little bit old school, right? And the old school <laughs> looks at that time of possession. Well, we'd like to lead the league in, in touchdown touchdown scored passes and runs. Uh, that tends to, to help a little bit more. And part of the NFL uh, in 2021 is creating explosive plays. And we did it early in the game with the run. We had a couple runs that, that busted out, but um, we did not do that in the past game. And so as a group, we just have to look at everything from, um, you know, the, the past game in the NFL is, is complicated. It, it takes uh, the scheme. It takes the protection. It takes putting the right players, running the right routes, the read of the quarterback. I mean, I mean, just it all has to come together. Now that I'm not complaining, that's our job is to put it all together. And I think that's one of the areas where where we fell short um, was in making enough big plays in the passing game to to outscore the the opponent. Uh, but let's talk about Justin Fields' uh, touchdown and and just his performance overall and his five snaps and what what you saw. It's probably obvious that that uh, our commitment was to to get Justin in the game. We, we think he has a uh, great ability to, to help us win. And, uh, you know, we spent some time as a staff thinking about, okay, what, what are the best ways to get him started in his first uh, regular season NFL game? And I think uh, we're off we're off to a good start. We have great confidence in his ability to go. And um, <clears throat> certainly what, what he's proven so far, uh, whether he uh, kept the ball like you like down the touchdown run and, and ran with it or whether he made a read to to give it to the back but he, he's proven that he's going to be a threat uh to make yards with his legs uh of course the first play he went in he decided to throw it so i i, I think over time he's going to show that he can do it all but uh certainly impressive uh physical performance on that touchdown run you know i don't know if you heard what he had to say afterwards in the post game a news conference, no. but the elation and the just the raw excitement that you would see from a, even a high school kid scoring his first touchdown, but it's in the NFL. And he allowed that vulnerability to show a bit and saying, you know, you, you think you, you're good enough, but do you really think you're good enough to make it one day here? And, and he goes, it was just a lot for him to soak in that he actually got to play in a regular season game with starters against starters in, in, in what he would probably describe as real football. Um, that raw enthusiasm, I'm, I'm glad to hear for a young player like that. Certainly one of the most important position in all of sports. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm smiling as you say that. I, I did not hear, hear his post-game press conference yet, but... Um, you know, I just I just think of the enthusiasm he brings to the practice field, and and uh, it, it isn't all just games, fun and games every day. A lot of it is is hard work, and the the meeting room is hard work. And uh, uh, part of what guys learn if they're going to make it uh, long term 
um, and continue to improve and get better long term is, is to find a way to bring enthusiasm to the grueling day to day work. And Justin br- br- certainly does bring that. And so I'm, I'm excited to hear uh, the enthusiasm he had about that that first game because, uh, yeah, he, he's going to have to uh, bottle it up and keep it going. It's a yeah. long season. And, you know, I think people take for granted that a guy like Justin, uh, you know, played at Ohio State. He's been in big games and, and college playoff games and bowl games and all this. But it's 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 still exciting going out there for that first game. You know, and, and when the lights turn on, the crowd, the crowd starts yelling. It's it's uh, it, it's exciting. So I'm I'm glad he started it off with some success. And, and when when he's running scout and he's learning on the job, it's an important part of his development to just try to make life miserable for the defense uh, throughout the course of the week to get them ready. How important is that right now for him? Well, for the team, number one, it's critical that they get the best play against them as possible in practice. So, so that's number one. That's his responsibility is to get them ready. And the better he plays, the more prepared they'll they'll be for the next Sunday. Uh, number two, for himself, um, you know, working against the defense in practice, there are some real benefits to it as far as how the development of an NFL quarterback, for example, I mean, there's no crowd there. There are no stats. Um, so if the defensive coaches are saying, hey, run this big 20-yard uh, in route uh, with the, with one of the receivers, hey, let's see if we can get the ball in there. I mean, you, you can go back and, and say, well, it's kind of tight. I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to check it down to the back here in practice. Or you can go back and say, hey, let me have fun with this and let me test myself and let's see if I can get the ball in there. And, and there's really no negative ramifications if I can't, right? The defense kind of wants me to throw it in there anyway so they get a chance at it. And I saw Justin really have fun with with uh, attempting those things in practice this week. And, and you know, John Filippo, the quarterback coach, obviously he's done this a long time and he's helped a lot of guys develop. So we're just trying to uh, encourage him, hey, this is how you approach practice. You actually can have fun with it. Not only are you helping the team be better, but but you also have a chance to develop yourself while you kind of test things out. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show with Offensive Coordinator Bill Lazor, our final segment tonight. And now it's time to look ahead. Brought to you by Bet Rivers, the official sportsbook partner of the Bears. Bengals arrive at Soldier Field for the first time since 2013, believe it or not. Only the 12th overall meeting. The running backs stealing the show in week one for their respective teams. David Montgomery, the top output in the NFC. And uh, Joe Mixon, the top output in the AFC with his 127 yards rushing our stat of the week. Before we get into the game a little bit you got a guy that you know very well in Andy Dalton and, and just getting to know him here in the last few months just the confidence and the poise so you you go down two more tackles in the in, in the game and you're feeling grateful you have a guy with that kind of experience to just settle everybody down in Andy right well Andy Andy tends to have that effect on us if really from the moment he came here and showed up on the field uh, with the other players he brings a confidence uh, I think it's hard to find a lot of things that can possibly happen to us that he hasn't experienced at some point in the past, right? And he's he's uh, he's kind of proven that he can he can get through these things, and, and uh, no one likes to have guys get go down, especially up front when you're the quarterback. But I, th- I think he's had it happen before, and he's he's played through it. I've been with him sometimes, and we've, we've had to find a way to win. 
uh, when, when your starting tackles go down and he's gotten it done. So um, he's had that effect now on us and, and will continue to. All right, quick look at the Bengals, place you were at, uh, 2016 through 2018, quarterback coach, then offensive coordinator, and you certainly know Joe Mixon. Yeah, well, yeah, Joe, Joe's a, a real talent. And the, the thing that I, I that always stands out to me when I think of Joe is how much the man loves football. <laughs> Joe really does. He he prepares in, in, in his pass protections. He takes care of his body, and he really has fun out there playing. He has an enthusiasm that I, I think shows up in, in, in his play. Uh, obviously, very, very talented guy. Last time I was with him, 2018, he led the AFC in rushing that year. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm obviously I, I don't spend my time studying their offense. I study their defense, but I'm fairly certain Joe will be ready to bring it yeah. for them this week. You now, the defense did a nice job on Dalvin Cook, uh, 61 to him. Overall, what's a quick snapshot of their defense before we let you go? Well, they, they have, I think, uh, in watching them, they, they've changed quite a few uh, of their personnel. You know, they, they changed some guys up front. Now, they, they lost one or two good players, but they also have added some new faces. I thought their front um, had a, a renewed intensity on Sunday. I thought that they really uh, uh, brought it both in the run game and the pass game with their defensive front. And that, that was uh, probably turned up a notch from what it had been in the past. And I think Jesse Bates, their, their safety, I was there when we drafted Jesse. And I think he, he has really developed into a good player in the NFL. He, from that deep safety position, he sees the field, he uh, anticipates and breaks on the ball, and he's proven that he can catch it if he gets there which they don't all do, but he does. So he's, he's, he's a good player back there. All right, Bill, appreciate the time as always. Talk to you in a few weeks. All right, Jeff. And that'll do it for tonight's show. For Bears head coach Matt Nagy and offensive coordinator Bill Lazor, our producers Dan Brilli, Jordan Treadup, Andy Gersher, and Keith Johnson, I'm Jeff Joniak. Thank you so much for listening. Next Sunday, Bears and Bengals, 9 a.m. pregame, noon kickoff, and we'll bring it to you from Soldier Field. That'll do it for us. Have a great night, everybody. This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM.